This is the Morning Dota Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. This is our 10th episode, guys, number 10. Uh, with me are my uh, partners in crime, Carlos and Danny. How you doing, guys? Hey, hey, hey. What up? How's it going? Good, good. I'm in desperate need of a nap, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so this is our 10th episode, guys. Um, I don't think we're going anywhere. Uh, I guess you're going to have to stick with us for uh, for the long run. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Comic-Con, Comic-Con at Home, uh, the Xbox Showcase, which uh, came out Thursday, and the return of G4 TV. Not too sure if any of uh, the younglings out there know what that is, but us nerds <laughs> that are of age do have uh, an idea of what that is, and it seems like it's going to be returning. Uh, as always, you could check the show notes for timestamps. So if you want to skip around, stuff like that. Uh, so guys, baseball's back. Did you, hear, did you hear? Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. Opening day. Opening day weekend. Got yep, my Cubs so jersey on. Yep. So <laughs> oh god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So baseball is back. Um, I did catch one game, well, part of a game the other day, and I didn't, I didn't have the sound on because. Uh, I was, I was, um, I think I was at work. I can't really say if I was at work watching baseball, but I didn't have the sound on, so I couldn't really tell. <laughs> I couldn't really tell if there was any uh, crowd noise or anything being pumped into the game. Uh, do you guys have any idea? Because I haven't really been able to, yes. to catch up on that. Yeah, I was watching actually Friday and Saturday's game, um, Cubs game, and yeah, they're they're playing, they're piping sound through the stadium speakers and into the broadcast on TV, which actually sounds pretty good. Um, I it sounds realistic. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is. It's recordings from you know real games, but yeah. you know using using uh, video game tracks. But it's um it sounds really good. I mean, if you're not watching the TV and you're listening to the just listening to it between the broadcasters and the, and the crowd noise, mm-hmm. you can't you can't tell um, that there is not a crowd there. Um, obviously, that's good. Otherwise, it sound it would sound like a golf game. You know, just uh, with no mm-hmm. with no with no crowd. Um, but no, it, it did a really good job. You and as, I was, as I'm watching the game, you know, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem as bad seeing empty seats because the sound itself kind of tricks your mind to think that there's a, there's a crowd there. It's just it's a and I think it's a good job. And what tech are they using? Do you know, I I read that they're using tracks from MLB the Show, oh, the video okay. game, which I guess yeah. that which in turn are recordings cool. from the stadium itself, and it sounds very familiar. So it yeah. has to be it sounds from Wrigley Field, you know. So um, but, yeah, you yeah, know. I, yeah, and, and I think I saw that they were using uh, cardboard cutouts as you know to fill up yeah. the stands and stuff, which is pretty cool. Because I know, I think I read that they're charging like fifty dollars for those, and all the proceeds are going going to charity. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, and that's an awesome thing. I like that a lot. I saw some a few people that went all out with their cardboard cutouts and took took over uh, whole sections of the sta- of some stadiums. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks it looks hilarious, but it's cool that all the money goes to proceed to uh, to some yeah. kind of charity proceed, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how long you know that that manages yeah. to to go out because you know with with being in the middle of a pandemic things are real dicey and hopefully they can get you know at least somewhat of a full season out you know I think they're doing sixty games and I know the NBA's on as well so we'll see you know hopefully hopefully it's a sign of good things to come down the road yeah i thought it was really cool about the using it obviously using the the audio tracks from mlb the show the video game but i didn't know until you know danny told us a, a, l- a little bit ago before we started recording that the actual game 
sounds in MLB the show is from real stadiums. So it kind of adds a sense of realism where you're getting authentic sounds from each specific stadium. So that was kind of cool. I had no idea that the game did that. So that even more so, that's like I'm on board with that idea. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's how it was. that's that's how the MLB the show. I mean, that's how the games did it before. I mean, I'm, I'm very cool. Yeah. And as I'm watching the game, it sounds. I mean, it sounds familiar. But I mean, I haven't I haven't seen other broadcasts of TV to know if they're using the same soundtrack or what. But I haven't. I've only watched a couple games, so I don't know if. Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested. Well, it, it makes it makes sense that they would use audio tracks for each specific stadium if they have them at their disposal. So yeah, that that's that's a pretty cool uh, pretty cool idea that if you already have that stuff. Like, hey, let's just use that. And then I also saw a weird article, too, that Fox was doing uh, something different where they were going to attempt to also do fake fans with CGI. So <laughs> I, I thought think, that was also really did. interesting. I think. Uh, did, did they actually try it? Well, okay. I, I noticed something weird. At certain, ang- at certain points of the game, I saw people in the bleachers, but I'm like. They can't be cutouts because they have advertising in in in. And yesterday's game was a Fox game on T. On yesterday's Cubs game was a Fox a Fox um television televised game. It was in Marquee Network. Yeah, and yeah, so it, the bleachers. There's an article here from uh, what, I think this is from Sports Illustrated, and just the it says it says Fox to use virtual fans for 2020 games. Yes, Fox will use virtual fans for its broadcast of MLB games in 2020, uh, according to a, a New York Post. Uh, this is crazy. <laughs> the virtual fans will be used for uh, on Saturday afternoon at the Cubs yeah, as the did. Cubs face the Brewers. So yeah, so this past game they actually they did, did do it. I'm gonna have to go and rewatch that just to see the clip because that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's you only catch it at certain cameras because when they you know when they bro- when they cut to a commercial, then you don't see them. You don't see the fans on, at the ble- on the bleachers. You see the actual advertising, but then at cert- you know when the game's in play, you'll see them sitting out there. It's it was pretty odd, but it's. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just watching the clip right now. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure that we we link this article in the show notes so you guys can check this out. This is interesting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool use of tech for uh, trying to get trying to get the viewer at home to not really notice that there's a big difference when they're just watching a game, which I think is cool. <laughs> it does make it more enjoyable. Yeah, because I've mentioned before how weird it is to watch like these uh, these combat sport matches like UFC or boxing and. It's so quiet because there's there's no fans there and you actually hear like the fighters uh, corners like screaming and stuff. And it's crazy how, how much of that you hear. And normally you would hear all that would be drowned out by the crowd. And so it adds a different dynamic to the watching uh, fights. Whereas, um, you know, with this, it, it might make it feel a little bit more like a normal game. Yep yeah well pretty cool yeah well so we'll see i know we'll we'll probably in our group chat carl's we'll probably get a lot of memes about you know comiskey park not having any crowd noise because there's probably never crowd noise there anyway (laughs) right exactly i was was just gonna say that yeah i know you were i know you were waiting to say something i knew you were waiting oh mr cubs fan over there (laughs) that's all right you guys you guys can rest assured that um or Rest easy knowing that I think baseball is stupid in general. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all right. <laughs> he just he just loves the tech of it, though. That's all. Yeah, yeah. It's just the tech. And pitching. I think pitching is the hardest position to play in any sport. Other than that, I don't like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Comic-Con, guys. Did you uh, do any cosplay for your first Comic-Con? <laughs> 100 percent. there's no proof of it <laughs> right there's no proof i i didn't take any photos so you can't prove that i didn't <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, that's true um so the so comic-con was at home this year um for anybody that didn't know 
Uh, it was all virtual. Uh, all the panels were virtual. Um, it seems like they were all pre-recorded because uh, when I watched the New Mutants panel, I was watching it via the IGN YouTube channel and I had noticed that it was posted on the Comic-Con YouTube page where you can watch it in its entirety, whereas on IGN it was live so you couldn't skip. So that was pretty interesting um, of the way that they, yeah, they did Yeah, they were it. all... Yeah, I know when I was looking at the panels, I noticed how they were all already on the channel ahead of time, but they were just marked private. So every single video uh, was marked private until it's scheduled release time. Yeah. Because the links were already live. You can click on them. And if you try to click on one early, it said this video was private. But if you just refresh the page at the time that it was supposed to go live, the video was there. So all this stuff was probably there. Who knows how far in advance? Mm-hmm. Just marked private until it's scheduled release, which is cool. I think that's a cool way to do it. That way you can watch some of these panels in order and not just like, here's all of them. Go watch them. You know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, the, and the main thing missing from from it all was, you know, obviously the Hall H panels where mm-hmm. everything big reveals yeah, where and all, all that, the big yeah. reveals, all the big studios are there, all the uh, big stars and stuff like that. Um, there wasn't really too much, I think, in my opinion, that was announced. Um, the New Mutants panel was pretty interesting because and, you know, probably because of the fact that they were pre-recorded, they announced that it was going to launch in theaters on august 28th which i'm still not too sure why we'll see they... about that go ahead i said we'll see about that well, yeah and, and that's you know and that's like why i don't know why even announce it you know just just tell us it's going to be released soon because we know it's going to have to come out on on demand at some point um i don't know carl did you find anything interesting out of the on any of the panels that you saw no i mean the uh, the only panel that i really watched and really the only one that i kind of cared about was the the new mutants panel mm-hmm. um and it was mainly you know we, we we even mentioned it last week where you know there was a theory that that i had that they were doing this panel with the entire cast which was cool by the way it was it was a, a nice panel yeah. to see all of the cast together including the director um and i think they even had one of the artists there as well too it was it was, it was the panel itself was great but I, the fact that they were having a panel in the first place it made me think that it was because they were going to announce that the movie was going to release on streaming, whether Disney Plus or Hulu, or maybe even premium video on demand, where it goes straight to a digital rental, right? Where you pay like twenty bucks to rent it or whatever. Um, and and it, it, even the way it opened, if you if you saw it from the very beginning, uh, it opened with like this little montage of all these people's tweets talking about how the movie's been delayed so many times. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be like, I, I, that, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, they're definitely going to announce that it's coming to streaming mm-hmm. finally after all this time. <laughs> and then, nope, a damn uh, a theater release date. I'm like, come on, man. You're not going to make that date. I'm telling you right now, you're not going to make that date. And if you do, you're not going to make any money because no one's going to go see it. <laughs> the only way you're going to make any money is opening it in theaters in other countries that aren't having as much of a spike in in coronavirus that, that we're seeing in the United States. So that's the only way yeah. where in some other places globally, you might be able to do that. But then that's going to kind of make everything broken in terms of, of everyone seeing it, right? Because if it comes out somewhere else in the world, then it's probably going to be available for bootleg. And now you're going to take away from the viewing experience, in my opinion. So... I think you should just release it on, you know, digitally. Just 
people will pay i will i will give you twenty dollars to rent it like just (laughs) just release it already man i mean and an interesting fact about that too is that when they um they had a i believe they had a panel for uh bill and ted face the music mm-hmm. and it, it looks like t- that movie's gonna come out supposedly still in theaters but also on on demand uh come september 1st i wonder if eventually maybe they'll go that route with new mutants and what was the original release date for uh face the music uh i believe it was in august sometime also it was supposed to come out this year anyway yeah. for some reason i thought that was a, t- a 2021 release no, but okay no, that was that That's was a cool, 2020 then. release very very interesting so yeah i don't know man like i said i think it only makes sense uh theater wise in other uh parts of the world where you know, it might be a little bit safer to open up a theater. Um, here, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think here in, you know, in, in Illinois and Chicago, I, I think it's probably more on the safer side than other parts of the country. But I, I would still be pretty weary about it. You know, I wouldn't kind of, I wouldn't be like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, I would still feel some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, well, you know, and the, the other news that came out this past week too was that Tenet was going to be postponed indefinitely. So there's no release mm-hmm. date on that anymore, which is a bummer for us. Yeah, definitely a bummer. Now that's one movie that I would, uh, only want to see in theaters. So like, that's something where I would be okay with them waiting. Um, or even, even if it was a re-release, right. We talked about before Juan, how we went to go see Dunkirk, mm-hmm um even when dunkirk was already available on like digital and blu-ray yeah. uh because the theater that we normally go see imax movies in were was under construction at the time that that movie released and they re-released dunkirk at that theater like you know eight or nine months later and we just we, we just went to go re-watch it just to have that full experience so even if you did that i'd be okay with it where you let me see it on digital that's cool I'll, i would do it uh and then i'd go rewatch it in on the big screen when i can yeah yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you, get, you can get my money twice. <laughs> you can get my money twice if you if you play your if you play your cards right. Just do it. <laughs> hey, I'm sure they like double dipping. Come on now, exactly. Yeah. Why not do it? You know. Well, you know, hopefully that's the route they'll go. I mean, and if you really think about it, with the way things are going, you know, that's if they want to make money and keep keep their business models going. And I mean, you know, they're gonna have to reinvent reinvent the way that they do things, and hopefully they'll come mm-hmm. out with better Agreed. ways to doing stuff. You know. Um, as far as the, uh, Danny, how about you? Did you get anything interesting about Comic-Con? Did you notice? <clears throat> I didn't watch it. I have not watched any of the panels, but I was just reading some of the articles, like the Star Trek is coming out, uh, yeah. Marvel 616. Okay. Um, yeah, there's but I a, haven't had a chance to really watch any of the panels yet. What's, the, I, I didn't see the Star Trek one, Danny. What was, uh, is it a new show or what, new did series, they, what, yeah. what did they talk about? Oh, very okay, Cool. Cool. So is that because uh, we saw the first? Se- I saw the first season of Picard, and that show was awesome. It was so great on CBS All Access. That's a really, really good show. So if they keep doing content like that in terms of Star Trek, uh, I'm, I'm on board, man, because that was a fantastic show. Well, they did announce the um, Star Trek Lower Decks. I think is what it's called. It's like an animated series, which looked pretty good from the oh. uh, trailer. I'm, I'm not much of a, a Trekkie, as they call them. But mm-hmm. the the animated series look pretty funny. It looks like it's going to be more of a, on the humorous side of things. And I think they oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. And I think they announced something that uh, was going to be coming out on Nickelodeon for the kids too. Another Star Trek animated type series. Hmm. Did they say where it's going to be? Is it going to be a, a CBS thing again, or, or what's the, the lower uh, decks one? What's is the, the all access one? Okay. And the uh, other animated series for kids, I think, was going to be on Nickelodeon. Okay. From what I All read. Right, cool. Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Picard from uh, from I think that that was a, that was last year's uh, show, 
definitely would recommend that. You don't even need to be into like Star Trek to enjoy that. It was uh, it was a really good show. Yeah. Um. There's a couple other things that caught my eye. There's a well, comic based anyways, and it's not really animated series, TV shows, or movies like that. But there's a a comic series going on right now where i guess there's gonna be a new villain called the robin king in the in the batman universe uh that caught my eye i haven't really done much reading on it we'll we'll try to link some of the articles on that in the uh, show notes um who knew that uh the walking dead was still alive <laughs> oh my god that's a show that needs to end man i just geez. season 10 i guess it's gonna be finishing sometime <laughs> in early 2021 with uh season 11 announced already um i know all you walking dead fans will probably give us some some crap over it but i'm not too much of a fan of that uh the boys you you saw the boys right carlos hell yeah that show's great yeah so what was that a season two is coming in now and i think they announced that they already renewed it for season three yeah yeah so they we, we actually got a, a trailer for for it uh a few weeks ago for season two um and then they had a i believe they had a panel right for uh for for comic con yeah. at home yep. and i i didn't get a chance to to watch it but I, I was planning on watching the replay i didn't get around to it but yeah that's a show one of the few shows that i'm uh eagerly waiting to return so season two of, of the boys is it's going to be great. I mean, it's just a, a great show. It's funny as hell. It's got, uh, it's got really good, um, like kind of like over the top uh, action scenes that are like uber violent, but like not in a serious kind of way. It's just, it's just really, really good, and it's got some good stories in there as well, mixed in. Uh, I enjoyed that show a lot. Okay. Yeah. Another one that uh that caught my eye, my or my attention was uh, there's a. Darth Vader com- comic book coming out that's going to be tied to the uh, Rise Ooh, of Skywalker. I didn't hear about. I didn't hear about this. What to Darth Vader? Okay, yeah. but that's All like right. that's like the third one already. I mean, that's the third. Um, I think that's because when when Marvel released their their series uh early on, that was it, it launched with the uh, Star Wars and it launched with the Vader, um, and then it, then then they then it went away and then it came back with another series. So there's quite a there's a few of Darth Vader comic series right now under, they, under the Marvel. Were they tied to any of the recent movies too? No, or, no, no they're, okay. they're 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 not they're not part of they're not tied to them. this one. Seems like it's more tied to the actual movie itself. Yeah, yeah. for some. Oh, that's that's cool then. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah, so this one will be tied to the uh, Rise of Skywalker in some way. Uh, there was also a um, trailer for the new Marvel series that's going to come out on Hulu called Hellstrom, uh, which is based on the comic of the kind of the same name i'm not sure why on one title it's called hellstrom with two l's and the other one in the tv series it's hellstrom with one l i don't know if that's some kind of marketing thing or anything but um it's based on a comic book series uh the son of satan never really heard about it caught my eye though when i saw the trailer during uh, the panel so that should be interesting uh as always we'll link all these articles and stuff to the show notes um any final yeah and it's I found it interesting about Hellstrom how it doesn't have any uh, like Marvel branding on it, and I'm kind of wondering uh, what's the deal with that. Like, it doesn't have like a Marvel logo, mm-hmm. or it's not because normally any kind of show that is a Marvel property, it's kind of you know it's kind of one of its selling points. So they'll <clears> typically put you know this is a you know this is a Marvel 
you know product or this is like a, a marvel production or something based off of marvel characters and it, with this one it's not it just says even if you look at the the little poster it says a hulu original and then it just says hellstrom and you don't see marvel anywhere so it's, i thought that was interesting is like why would you like I, clearly that's on purpose like it's not like you just forgot yeah. to include the marvel logo right oh, yeah so, and i wonder if that ties in with the the, the title <laughs> missing the l you yeah. know so that, that'll be interesting when it uh, debuts. Um, I mean, overall, I thought the uh, the event was pretty good. You know, I think they did their their best job of trying to give us give us stuff. With, you know, especially without Hall H material. Mm-hmm. I think as far as the Hellstrom thing goes, um, the only thing I can think of that would kind of make sense is that maybe they are trying to hide its uh, comic book connection just to make sure that they're grabbing a wider audience. Right, because you're going to automatically get the comic book audience if you, because they're going to just know that you know it's Hellstrom, that yeah. that's a Marvel property, and yep. they're going to know that. And then everyone else that is not into comics, they would still see this and be like, "Hey, I want to check that out." Whereas if they see that it's tied to, uh, uh, you know, has connections to a comic, they may immediately be like, "Well, that's not for me," and and not even bother. So maybe they're doing that to kind of cast a wider net of uh, of just grabbing more people. To say, hey, come check this out. It doesn't matter that it's based off of a comic. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. And that might be a way of, of getting people in that would otherwise be like, oh, I'm not, that's not for, that's that's comic book stuff. It ain't for me. And just move on to something else. So that could be that too. In which case, I think that's kind of smart if that's the play. Yeah. And and, and according to the the uh, the wiki the Wikipedia on, on the TV show, it, it's supposed to take part or take place in the uh, same cinematic universe as all the Marvel movies, but not tie in in any way so not sure how sure how that works or why they even mentioned something like that if it's not going to be tied in so it's like mm-hmm. why do it but yeah yeah you you have a good point there so yeah that's that's the only thing i can think of it's it could be that in which case i think that is a from a from a marketing standpoint that's that's a pretty good move yeah. just trying to get everyone you know because it's kind of got like a horror horror ish kind of theme you know that's kind of what the the storyline is yeah um, so I think that that would be, that would appeal to more people that would otherwise not be interested if they knew that it came from a comic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Xbox showcase, which, which kind of snuck up on me. I don't know. Did any of you guys know that this was happening this past week? <laughs> Dude, I, to- I totally forgot about okay. it until you mentioned it that morning. You're like, Hey, it's, you know, the showcase is in 10 minutes. I'm like, what? It's like the middle of the work day. <laughs> and I'm trying to listen to it in the background. I'm like, all right, I'll see if I get some of this in. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what like our the second week in a row that we've gotten like a showcase type with the announcements for games and stuff because the week before was ubisoft right yeah the ubisoft one was the prior weekend right right i think that was last saturday or whatever day that was oh, sunday. sunday it was on sunday it was the day we recorded yeah, yeah. It, was the day we recorded. it was right after we, we recorded yep, yep yep so uh microsoft had their xbox showcase um, i don't know are these annual type events or was this just like a well, normally they're done at the at the conventions, right? They're done at like E3 or they're done at some of a lot of the uh, the gaming conventions okay. where they release a lot of these titles uh, at at events like E3 where obviously this year none of that happened. So everyone did their own individual uh, um, kind of virtual events, right? Yeah. So even, um, you know, who else did theirs? Obviously, we talked about Ubisoft, right? They did theirs. Yep. Uh, who else? Who else did one recently? I think was it EA? Yeah, EA had one as well. That was a, a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it, it makes sense that everyone's doing their own events because you don't have these bigger conventions that you normally would have had. Yeah. So some of the uh, 
game well the main game that i i think was talked about prior to that was the halo infinite game and i don't Mm -hmm. so you said you watched it live right carlos yeah but i missed the halo part i jumped on the watching the event when they were already talking about forza okay so that was already after the fact yeah so so i had the the event live going and i had the chat open and during the the halo presentation i remember a few weeks ago we were talking about how you can't make nerds happy or anything like that oh god no No, you should have seen the chat during the halo presentation oh i can only imagine only because i saw some of the backlash afterwards how people were really unhappy with the graphics quality and they're like what the hell is this so i can only imagine what the chat was what did you see in there and then that's what they were saying like this these look like Fortnite graphics are we going back in time It was. It was just, Maybe it's a retro game. Yeah, it was bad, and I was just like, "Wow!" I'm like, I, I've never played any of the Halo games, but I mean, to me, you know, it looked pretty good. I mean, but I mean, these guys were just being brutal in the chat. It was. Mm. It was a sight to see. But again, I think I saw somebody mention, "Well, when Halo or Gears of War Five came out during the demo, the graphics weren't that good, but when the game came out, the graphics were." Uh, way better right yeah and so there's a couple things there too number one the they were saying how like the game itself is not done yeah which is interesting because the game is supposed to be out fairly soon like it's not this isn't like a super in the future type of release mm-hmm. um but also on top of that you're also watching it you know on a 1080p stream which is heavily compressed like it, even if it was the best graphics in the world it's not going to look good on a live stream like it's just not um because even when they release the trail a real trailer afterwards that you can watch like in 4k on youtube it did look better um but uh yeah there was there was that and i i i'll I'll be uh i'll co-sign that a little bit i I did see it and think that doesn't look very like it didn't look very next gen i guess you can say right it just Mm -hmm. looked kind of like something you would see on a current generation console when this is supposed to be the next thing so, but yeah, man, I saw that some people were just tearing it apart. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah, I was, I was very nerds, surprised. Nerds, man, nerds. Yeah, it was very surprised and shocked. <laughs> it was, it was just a sight to see. And I was like, wow. It's like, I gotta, can't wait to mention that to Carlos because he'll get a kick out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that was the, that was the main game, I guess, that everybody was looking forward to. Um, some of the other games they announced was State of the Cape 3. And I think you mentioned you've played some of those games before, or at least the other previous yeah. versions. Mm-hmm. And again, with this, again, with uh, another thing that you heard about with State of Decay 3 was, or just the, the whole event in general, was that you got to see very little gameplay. A lot of this was just, you know, CG rendered uh, trailers, which doesn't really show you what the game's going to look like. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the point of game reveals is you kind of want to see in engine, on console footage of what these games are actually going to look like. And, and that's kind of where they didn't, and, it, you know, the PlayStation event was similar too. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, but I do agree with that where it was just like a lot of like cinematic, like you didn't have to have an event for cinematic trailers. You could just release those. Yeah, I did. No- like, so yeah, I did notice that too, during the presentation, there are a lot of the games at the, at the bottom, very small letters. I think it said some about not actual gameplay or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all just pre-rendered, uh, CG trailers pretty much is all they were, which, which again is fine, but for events like this people want to see actual gameplay that's why they're watching the event in the first place yeah uh so then any other games catch your eye besides halo and state of decay anything uh your interest? yeah there's definitely a, there's definitely a couple a couple games in there that 
seemed like really fun to play one of them uh which was i believe it's called uh the medium and this just gave me like um this i never actually even heard of this game until i was watching the event so i i I was a little bit out of the loop on this one um but it kind of gives you like this uh uh, horror survivor kind of uh puzzle-ish kind of game you know think of like you know your silent hills and things like that and it that's just what it looked like and that you know those are games that i love playing because i love horror games number one but also i love uh, playing games that have like strategic puzzle making or or puzzle solving or whatever so that seemed like it was a lot of fun um and then there was another game called the gunk which uh i don't i'm not even sure it it looks it's it's just like an action adventure type of game Mm -hmm. and i loved the way the art of this game was looking uh it's just very kind of like cartoonish 3d and uh it it just it looks tons of fun i I don't know anything about it other than that but from what they showed off uh it just looks like it looks like a ton of fun and uh the other one that's kind of similar in terms of visuals was uh grounded yeah it was like it kind of reminded me of like honey i shrunk the kids because you're like in this backyard and you're small yeah that one looked cool and you're like yeah yeah you're like fighting like you know ants and stuff like that and so that looked kind of fun too yeah but uh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so grounded you know pretty much plays in the how we all feel in 2020 <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah and that one looks like it's coming out at the end of this month so that should be that should be pretty fun right right uh, i think one of the best things i heard was that all these games are going to be available on um on game pass which is great because i already have game pass so that's i'm looking forward to being able to actually play all these games uh without having to like individually buy them yeah yeah and that was what i was, I was gonna mention next so that's pretty much what game pass is like for people that don't don't know right is that you can download all those games on your pc right or is that just the xbox it's on both yeah so it what and like there's game pass like it, i think i have the game pass ultimate which is also includes your your xbox live gold membership in there okay um so that's like 15 bucks a month versus regular game pass i believe is 10 and you get to play console and pc games to uh both so depending on one title uh, what titles some may be available on console or pc or both so it really does depend but it does span across both uh both platforms okay yeah i mean like you know as i've said before i'm not haven't been much in the gaming for almost a almost a decade now but i did Mm -hmm. some of those games that catch my eye you know like you said the grounded game that psychonauts game looks pretty cool too i've never yep that's another one too yep that one looked cool too for sure yeah and then I know Fable was and, another another game. Oh that yeah, teased. that was a big thing. So at the, mm-hmm. so at the big end, release they, for Fable. Did they at the end did they say there was one more thing that they steal one of uh, Apple or Steve Jobs's little key phrases there? I couldn't remember. Um, did they do that right before Fable? Yeah. I think they might have. Yeah. I think it was with Fables, just like even even last week with with Ubisoft, they did the same thing when they showed the Far Cry Six trailer. Mm. It was like, oh, hey, one more thing before we go. And then, boom, there's the, the Far Cry 6 trailer. So, yeah, I think they did the exact same thing here, but they did that with with, uh, with the Fable announcement, which is supposed to be a complete, uh, I guess, uh, uh, a complete redo of the game, right? Or a remake uh, with next-gen console or uh, next-gen console and PC graphics. Yeah. What about you, Danny? I'm, I'm like you. I haven't... It's been a while since I've played Xbox or PlayStation. I mean, lately I've been... I don't want to change the subject, but lately I've been mostly into Switch, right? Um, mm-hmm. But so I've been more involved in that world. But I, I, you know, with this recent announcement of the of the of the PlayStation, I'm I piqued my interest. But 
um, I may actually delve back to computer gaming. Um, so I believe definitely yeah especially with this year too right i mean again going into uh pc gaming you know we have all these new next gen consoles that are that are down the road coming up pretty soon but we also have next gen pc graphics cards that are coming up as well uh later this year so the whole video game uh quality i guess is going up across the board we're getting new consoles this year and new pc hardware that's going to elevate that even further yeah and and one other item which we can talk about later in the show if we have time is um we can probably touch quickly on that streaming um we don't talk about it now but we can talk about it you know, oh if yeah, we have time, yeah yeah that's you know, related to this topic on streaming yeah know. we what was the name of that service one that you that you talked about the uh what was it, i think it was shadow. called shadow, shadow. Yeah, yeah 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 yep yeah. so what's that what's that all about so so just because i'm also i'm slightly familiar with it but i don't really know a ton about how it works so with shadow you're actually um it's, a vir- it's virtualization, and you're basically getting a, I guess, an image on a powerful PC um, that, that that's built for gaming. Um, that you don't get any games, okay. but just think of you accessing a remote PC, um, a high-powered PC that's set for gaming. Um, and on that image, you can install your own game, or you can use one of your subscriptions like Steam or, or I think uh, you know another game subscription to install. So you're basically you're basically borrowing hardware and an image that you can um, connect to. And you're at the mercy of your internet connection, of course. So I'm sure, you know, depending on your connection, you know, with my connection, who knows how much latency I would get. But then again, all you're transferring is an image. You're not really transferring too much data across the network. You just, yeah. you know. But again, if there's right. any latency between your your mouse click and what you see on the screen can, especially on, you know, certain games that require so I'll be interested to see that out, to see that. Um, Juan, I don't know if you had anything about that. That's pretty cool. So pretty much what it is then is like you're, you're essentially paying for a computer that's somewhere else, very a very, very powerful one, and you are essentially controlling that computer remotely. And on your computer, you're just seeing the image streamed from that virtual machine to you and then you can control it and play games and right. so pretty much that allows you to play like really high-end games without you having to have a high-end machine correct pretty cool yeah so you know how we were mean me and danny are planning on building our own custom pcs you know within the next few months and if we decided to instead of that it's like paying this company hey you buy all the hardware you know you host it in your data center i pay you i think the prices are from like anywhere from 12 to 35 dollars depending on you know what kind of graphics hard drive space you want stuff like that i pay you you host it i can install it on any any device practically anywhere from apple devices android devices pcs you know stuff like that you host it i log in i install all my games and I just play anywhere I want. I don't even have to just sit at my desk. I could play in the living room, on the bathroom, anywhere. Pretty cool. I'm wondering what kind of devices you'll be able to put this on too. Obviously, you'll be able to put it on like you know laptops or desktops. Um, but I'm wondering if you could, if you'd be able to load this. Oh, you can put it on your, on on your iPad. You can put it yep. on your iPhone anywhere. Yep. See, because I, I think that's where it, where it would be more worth it. Is like you can have high quality gaming on a mobile device. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's cool. But you'd probably need to have some kind of keyboard, some input, some input. Uh, sure. Device, mm-hmm. you know, keyboard and mouse that you would connect to your iPad. 
Um, yeah, or even a controller because I'm pretty sure it'll be compatible with um, you know, take like an right. Yeah, because you you can could you can pair you know a regular Xbox or PS4 controller mm-hmm. to an iPad natively, and just use it that way. So if, if you see if you have compatibility with that too, yep. even easier, right? All you need is your iPad, and maybe you put it up on a little stand, and you you know bust out a wireless controller. And now you can play AAA titles on a on a on a mobile device. That's that's pretty awesome. And, and it's games you own. So basically, I guess the, the plus of that is, okay, well, if you cancel the service, you still have the games because they're your games. You're not paying to use their games. And then once you cut your right, service, you yeah. lose your games. It's almost like, okay, well, you can play your games locally. And if you're on the go, you can play still play your game remotely. But it's your, it's the game you own or your subscription yeah. you own. You're just yeah. – that $35 <clears throat> or whatever the cost is monthly depends on your tier is strictly for the hardware and, and that's it. It's not – you know, you're not – I don't know. I didn't. I don't know Juan, if you read or not. Do they give you at least some titles, or it's completely bare? No. So not, all, you're, all, you're, all you're really getting is a Windows, it's just an image, right? a Windows virtual image, right? session. Yeah, that's yep. all you're okay, getting. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, because there isn't any interface where you would have a. You know, there's no special menu or interface. You're basically, you know, when you install a game, you're just accessing it like you would on your local machine through your start menu. What you know, just yeah. that's all it is. So it's there's nothing. There's no at least not, at least now. That's how it's set up. I don't know what what'll hold in the future, but well, and it's, that's it's how not. It's, it's not just for gaming also. I, I know they're gearing their marketing towards like home use, office use, where people can work right. from home where they don't even have to have any hardware. You know, if they have an iPad, mm-hmm. they can just log or sign up for one of these services and do all their work from, from home using this virtual Windows session. You know, you would probably have to install Office or whatever applications you use for work. But it's pretty much just a Windows virtual session that you're you're paying for. Yeah, and I see that there's uh, three. I'm just looking it up now. There's three different levels of performance that you can get. Right, yeah. they have Boost, Ultra, and Infinite. And uh, pretty much what changes is is the 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 hardware that you're getting in that virtual machine. Right, so you're getting just a lot more. Mm-hmm graphics power a lot more computing power in the higher tiers um and it's it can get pretty up there in price i mean the infinite one is 40 bucks a month um and with that you get you know way more uh beefier specs in your machine right you get a a, you know a titan rtx graphics card so you're getting just way better gaming performance even the cpu is more powerful more ram uh more storage so yeah you're just essentially getting a, a much more um high-end machine um of course the argument here is is in the long run you would end up paying more this way but it would be a pretty long time if you really did the math on it i wonder if if it i know it's cloud-based but i wonder if you'll have something installed based on your region where you're at so the close you know yeah well that's the thing too when you click on their website and you click on the pre-order button it asks you what state you're in right. and it tells you if you can pre-order or not so like you like you just mentioned i'm pretty sure it's very dependent on where you actually are just to kind of cut down on latency, if right. you, you know, they, you probably need to be close. Yep. To, yeah, you want to be close to one of their data centers, and they, if you're too far away, they probably won't even let you do it. They're like, no, there's not one close enough to you. Do they do they have a map on there? Because I I think I saw that they have a data center not too far from Chicago, or even probably within Chicago. I'm sure. I'm sure major metropolitan areas are going to have are probably going to have data centers. You know. Yeah, there's no map. It's just a little drop down where you can pick your state. Okay. And there's also uh, other countries as well, too. So it's not just the U.S. I see Germany on here. I see United Kingdom. I see uh, Switzerland, uh, Netherlands. So there's a few other um, options here on their website. So I'm assuming you, you they'll be able to do this in other places. This is, it's a pretty cool service. They, I got to read about this, but I wonder if they have it where since this, it's just an image, you know, if let's say you're going to California for two weeks and you live in Chicago. Can you have your image transferred to a server 
Well, actually, well, it depends, right? I mean, it, it, something local to to there, um, since all you're doing is just yeah. transferring an image or... Yeah, good question. I, w- I would imagine the answer yeah. would be yes, but yeah, who knows? It, it might say, hey, where you currently are, there's not a, ser- a close enough server, so you can't use it. Right. Okay. I want to well, read more about it. So I, yeah, I wonder, and, I wonder how the hardware... Well, because the, the way I found out about this was uh, one of uh, Linus Tech Tips, his video on uh, YouTube, and he did a demo mm-hmm. or a teardown, actually, of the actual hardware that they use. So it's not really server-based, to say. It, it's like one one chassis that has can have up to three graphics cards and i think it, ha- it can have two connections so it'd be oh, interesting to see like saying. where your hardware is physically stored you know or is I it actually it. virtual where like you said danny if i go to california is my connection going to be different than if i was home you know stuff like that so there, I, I know there's probably a lot of questions as as to how it actually works and you know how it works in the background yeah i mean yep I mean, for productivity work, I don't know how, you know, the latency will come into play. But when you're gaming, latency is, you know, that's very important. So it's like oh yeah, the, the lack of latency is what you want. Um, Definitely. Especially if you're paying, playing any kind of competitive game. That's, exactly. that's you know, 100%. Yeah. So, so ho- hopefully, you know, and when, it, when we can, you know, when we can get signed up for, you know, each of us will do a test run on it on each of our connections. You know, Danny unfortunately does have the slowest <laughs> at the time i'm probably i'm probably not which is a good thing we can test it yeah. out yeah <laughs> right exactly yeah, we we'll give our opinions on you know on your your connection my connection and then carlos's you know one Super. gig connection and <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not gonna have any latency at all oh, no <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like what am i streaming this isn't live on my machine <laughs> yeah. like, i thought i was playing i thought i was playing on my desktop <clears throat> but but that that is a really good point though right because it's like if you don't have the the connection to to really give you the best experience is it, would it even be worth the money for you right right yeah. right so that's a, a yeah like you just said i think it's a great way for us to test it out where the th- all three of us have different levels of internet and we can kind of see what the experience is across the board and that way people would kind of have a better idea it's like well if i don't have the option to have really fast internet is this even go- is this even uh, like plausible for me to do right yeah. so and then, yeah. and then we could test it on different platforms as well you know yeah we'll see how it works on a on laptop iPad. yeah let's try it on a laptop try it on an ipad try it on a phone like all that stuff yeah, so, yeah, so we, more to come yeah, yeah so good. we'll have that coming up hopefully with uh within the next few weeks or so give you a little review on shadow uh we'll link we'll link the uh link to that website as well in the show notes for anybody who wants to check it out beforehand uh definitely yeah so Coming back to the Xbox thing, I think that was pretty much it. I know, Danny, they had a racing game. I know in the EA one, you were talking about that racing game. Have you ever played that Forza Motorsport? Yeah, Forza. Yeah, Forza yeah. Motorsport. Yes, I have played that one. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I know Nintendo had somewhat of a presentation or something with their partners this week. They got a, got a lot of flack because I guess it wasn't well done or they didn't really announce too much. I don't know if you heard about Nintendo? that one, Carlos. Yeah. Well, Nintendo usually had. They also have their own, their own. Um, is that they their own their own that they do? Yeah, I even see. I didn't see anything from from Nintendo. I, I, so I must have missed that. Yeah, they had yeah, something. Just, they had something when I was scrolling through Twitter and stuff, where they were getting a lot of flack for it, and that they didn't really announce too much or anything. So, and I don't know if there's any Nintendo presentations down the road that are supposed to be coming out. Well, Nintendo, I like I said, Nintendo. Nintendo has their own. They do their own their own uh, their own presentations or their own announcements throughout the year 
Yeah. Yeah. I must have totally missed what, what you're referring to about them with their partners. I didn't see I didn't see or hear anything from Nintendo. Okay. So G4 TV. You guys remember mm. G4 TV? You know, the thing that gave Hell us yeah. uh, Olivia Munn and Sarah Underwood? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So apparently, I was a Twitter account uh, had an anonymous tweet. Uh, I think, what was it, Thursday or Friday? That they were going to be. Yes, I think it was, was, I it think Thursday it was Friday. Friday. Yeah. So I guess mm-hmm. they're going to relaunch it sometime in 2021. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, G4 TV was pretty much related to all gaming gaming guides uh gave us the show attack of the show and x-play uh x-play was a show that pretty much went through a lot of uh, um actual gameplay gave us tips tricks and uh stuff like that uh tech of the show was a variety show but geared towards also gaming um very good show at the time uh it looks like it's gonna be coming back as i said remember um watching that carlos Oh God, yeah, man. I, I, this is a, you know, this is going way, you know, way back in terms of when these shows used to be on the air or the channel itself was on the air, um, and it was great because this, you, know, you got to think about it. This was uh, pre YouTube days where mm-hmm. YouTube was as big as it is today, where you know this is where you went to watch live gameplay, to watch a show about uh, gaming news and things like that. And it was kind of like your one-stop shop for everything gaming. And, you know, both, you know, the whole channel, but especially Attack of the Show and uh, X-Play. Um, and so that's kind of one, number one, I was very excited about it when I first heard the news. But, you know, for me, that's kind of more of a nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for anyone else that that was around when that channel was live, they're going to feel the same way. But I'm wondering how it's going to perform, you know, in the current landscape where, you know people go to youtube for that stuff like there's tons of gaming channels dedicated to pretty much what those shows used to do for you right right? where they talk about news and releases they go through live gameplay and and reviews and all this other stuff like that um so it's going to be really interesting for people that have never watched this channel and typically go to youtube for all of their gaming news uh you know what's uh are they going to you know give it the t- the time of day where i know everyone else that has seen it in the past they definitely will just because it's it's like a nostalgic thing um so they're gonna have to really bring uh some really good content to make sure they're grabbing that new audience that typically just goes to youtube for this stuff yeah and then, i mean like i said the the tweets were pretty cryptic they didn't really say anything mm, just cryptic, that it was yeah. coming there's no mention of is it gonna be like a, on a streaming service is it gonna be an actual channel that comes out on youtube twitch you know there's not no news and what i found interesting is if you go to the g4tv.com website there's just a game of pong on there that you can play (laughs) (laughs) very interesting i didn't even see that (laughs) can you play against someone else or is it just you i think it's it's just it's just an ongoing game of pong like uh, and there's no countdown there's no no countdown to a day like if it's gonna launch. It's just a game of pong. So we'll link that in the show notes as well if you want to check that out. It's pretty cool. You Go just play, play some pong. Just play some pong, and it, and it's continuous. Like that's it. It just keeps going until, and you get these little. It's almost like a little uh, DOS screen tells you if you want to play <laughs> yeah. any stuff. <laughs> I, I just I just pulled the site up right now and they had like this little animation. Yep. The beginning of, is an of, of like of like this code like typing. It's that was actually that's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. Very very cool. So I guess you just play against the computer. Yep. <laughs> that must require a real powerful PC to run, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. 
Wow. Very, very cool. <clears throat> yep. So, that, I mean, that's all we have for you guys this week. You guys got anything you want to end with? No? Uh, nothing else here, man. I'm, I'm uh, definitely excited for um, this. Uh, the, what we just talked about with the G4 TV stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's going to be quite a ways away. But like I mentioned, I'm not just excited to, to have some of these shows back, but to really see how it's going to do in the current landscape of a lot of people not even having live TV service anymore to, you know, putting out content that's you can find on YouTube already for free or without a, any kind of uh, live TV plan or package. Um, so I, that's going to be interesting to see as well. But yeah, I'm excited for that. And uh, we'll see, we'll see where, we'll see where it goes. I hope it does well. I really hope it does. Yeah. So do I, and I, I do hope that they, you know, bring back at least those two key shows, attack of the show and X play. And it'll be interesting to see if they bring back, you know, any of the old hosts to, um, yeah, which, you know, which again, you know, look at someone like Olivia Munn, who was, who was, you know, that's where she got her start. And now she's, you know, a, a, a fairly famous actor at this point. Right. Yeah. So it's like, do you, can you get someone like her to come back, even though she's kind of, transcended from doing these that kind of show this was years and years and years Mm -hmm. ago um but maybe just for the fact that that's where she got her start and that's where she made a a name for herself that could be right yeah um so yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens yeah and it's kind of kind of sad that it's not going to come out you know fairly close to all these console launches and stuff which would have been pretty cool yeah definitely i agree but at the same time too i think uh, gaming has been bigger than ever and it gets bigger and bigger every year Mm -hmm. so maybe a channel like this is more relevant now than it ever has been even though you have all the stuff on youtube and twitch and all that um, maybe having something like this on actual broadcast television uh, is still going to be good just because gaming has been so explosive and it every single year it seems to get better and better yep well, we'll have more on that as uh, as news drops. Uh, be sure to check out our Twitter. You know, we like to post little articles that we find interesting from time to time. Uh, handle for our Twitter is Morning Donut Pod. Please be sure to su- follow us there. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Give us reviews, thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, tell Danny to speak up more. You know, something. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all we have for you guys this week. We'll catch you on the next one. Take care, y'all. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, human.